Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we are talking about navigating a tragic loss. And if you have ever gotten a phone call or a knock on the door with news that was devastating and life altering, you know what this feels like. But if you have never been through this before or you are experiencing it now for the first time, I want to offer some insight and some wisdom and some tools to help you through this. It's not easy. It takes a long time to navigate this loss. It's shocking to your emotional system, your spiritual system, your physical body, and it takes a good deal of support and time to move through this. But I'm hoping that I can offer some insight and guidance as you navigate this tragic loss because it is a painful experience and I want you to know that you are not alone in what you're feeling. I want to use a metaphor of getting into a car crash. Have you ever been in a car crash where someone hits your car and all of a sudden you really don't know what just happened? You have to make sense of it in your mind. And once you make sense of it in your mind, you start to think of the reality of, oh, how bad is the damage? What's going on? And you check everything out. And the shock of the whole situation is overwhelming that you don't even realize that your body might be in pain. And then you wake up the next morning after a fender bender and your neck hurts and your back hurts and then the pain gets worse over the next couple days. This is a very small fraction of what it's like to receive tragic news and to navigate it in your spiritual and physical body. When that news comes to you that you've lost someone you love to a tragedy, it's really hard to make sense of that information. When that information comes to you at first, it doesn't even make sense. It can't compute. It doesn't align with our values, our life, and what we're expecting in that daytime. All of a sudden, our life has changed completely, and our brain has to make sense of it. Our spirit has to make sense of it, and it takes a little bit to really rationalize this. And once you do rationalize this in your brain, and it makes sense of what just happened and what the news was... Your whole body feels like it's been hit by a freight train. Your spirit, your energy, your nervous system, everything gets knocked over. It's Sometimes it's hard to even stand up when you get this news. Your legs don't even work because your whole physical body has just been affected and altered by this life-changing news. The shock is intense, the emotions are intense, and the very first day is just overwhelmingly shocking and it's important to know that what you're feeling is absolutely normal because we were not prepared for this we weren't prepared to get hit by a car we weren't prepared to get hit by a freight train we weren't prepared to have an awful loss and tragedy happen to us so how do we navigate this when it happens to us first and foremost you have to really take care of yourself during this time. 
even though you don't feel like eating, drinking water, sleep is really hard to get to. It's really a distant feeling of being alone and solo in this loss. It's very, very important that you take care of your physical body. Take some really deep breaths, conscious breathing. You might not even realize you're not breathing. You're holding your breath. You're stuck. So during this time, take care of your physical body. Take some deep breaths. Drink water. Eat meals, even if they're small little meals, to get you through. Find sleep. Take some time to rest and take care of yourself. It's very difficult to navigate this tragic loss emotionally so if you don't take care of your body it's going to be even more difficult stay away from substance use people want to numb themselves and self-medicate when they get such tragic news they don't know how to handle it so they medicate themselves and this does not help it only makes things worse it puts off the grieving process it puts off the healing process but it doesn't make it go away it will come back and it will stay with you until you process it through. So using substance during this tragic loss, news and time and healing is really not helpful. Next, you want to make sure you stay really supported. Talk to people, talk to friends, talk to a therapist, get some guidance during this time. It's very vital that you know that you're not alone and that you can speak to others who have been through this. I don't encourage going to a grief group right away. I would wait a couple months before you join a grief group because the emotions at the beginning are so intense and so strong that it's important to allow your body and mind and spirit to move through those emotions before you can sit with a group and get uh, the support you need in a talking situation. It's hard to talk when you're feeling angry and hurt and your emotions are heightened. I do encourage you to see a counselor right after it happens because a one-on-one -on -one situation is much easier to get the help and support that you need than trying to sit with a group when you're very angry and hurt because anger is huge. You're going to be angry at the death. You're going to be angry at God. You're going to be angry at the world. You're going to be so overwhelmed with so much emotion. The sadness and the anger are real because you've lost someone who really was important to you. It could have been a young person. It could have been someone you just loved so much and now they're not with you anymore and it was sudden and you weren't prepared for it and that anger is real and that sadness is real you may even have guilt because the last conversation might not have been healthy or happy it might have been a fight and so the guilt is there also so i do encourage you to get the support of a counselor during this time and i would encourage you to go to a grief group but i would wait two to three months at least so you can allow the feelings to process through you before you sit with a group of other people who are going through the same thing. As you navigate this and you start to really come to terms with this loss, the numbness will start to fade away and you'll start to live in the reality of it. And then 
all of a sudden you'll be going to a movie or watching a TV show and something will trigger you and your sadness and you won't even be prepared for it. The triggering happens randomly. You are not going to know when it's coming. You're not going to know what is going to set you off and remind you of that person, remind you of the loss. And you will be getting triggered here and there a lot at the beginning and allow the tears to come allow the emotions to come allow yourself to feel everything that you need to feel if you're with friends or family members and you're getting triggered let them know that you're feeling this way so they can support you and you don't have to hide it you don't have to stuff it down I remember when uh, my father died, I went to see a movie after, and the movie reminded me so much of the loss that I just cried, and I was with a friend, and she understood, and she supported me, but I wasn't prepared for those tears to come, and I wasn't prepared for this movie to trigger me, but it did, so we never know where the triggering is going to come from. But it will come and allow the feelings to move through you. Don't be mad at yourself if it takes a long time to move through this loss because it is deep. It changed your body. It changed your soul. It changed how you see the world. It changed how you trust the world. And so it's going to take some time to move through the healing process. When this was so shocking and sudden to your nervous system, your body is going to take some time to adjust. You're going to have to start preparing for each holiday, each birthday. There's an emotional uh, charge which eat with each one of these events as they move forward towards you during the healing process. The first birthday without this person, the first Thanksgiving without this person, the first Christmas without this person. It's very, very difficult. And what you may find is that these old traditions don't work. They're painful. They're hard memories to live through. You may not be able to continue to go to that family member's house because they have their family intact and you have someone missing. They, As much as they may empathize with you, they're not feeling the hole that's in your family right now. So you may have to change your traditions. You may have to start new traditions. The first year is just navigating what it feels like not to have that person and living in that painful reality. And the second year is hard. I remember not realizing that the second year was going to be so hard because the first year I prepared for every event. But when the second year came, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do this again. And the permanency really hit me hard. The permanency of this person never being here again, not having another Christmas without this person, another holiday without this person, it was hard. And I really had to come to terms with the permanency of that. And as I move forward into the second and third year, I realized doing traditions that we used to do were hard with the family. So what we needed to do is create new traditions. And that really helped us creating traditions as a family. We still honored our lost person, our loved one. We talked about him. We shared our uh, experiences and our memories, and we kept him alive within our, our sharing. But in order to heal and move forward and start this new life without our loved one, we had to create new traditions. So that might be an important part as you move forward is to know that 
things that used to be your normal are not normal anymore and you may have to create a new normal well you will have to create a new normal because this is the way life is after a tragic loss it's hard it's painful but it's the reality you want to make sure you talk about the loss and talk about your loved one you're going to find that some people will avoid you because they don't know what to say they're very uncomfortable bringing it up. They don't know if it's going to hurt you if they bring it up. They don't know how to say their condolences. They don't have any words to support you. So they may avoid you and this seems hurtful, but not everyone has the strength or life experience to be able to support you through this time. So don't be angry at people who are unable to support you. Just know that they never had this type of thing happen to them, so they don't understand. So you will need to find people who understand you, people who can be there with you, people who can offer a shoulder to lean on, offer support, people who know that this is your reality. It's very difficult when you've had such a tragic loss and people don't understand. You feel very alone. But there are people who have gone through what you've gone through and it's important to seek them out and they will find you. I found that if people would come to me and offer support who have been through it before and that was really sweet and kind because it was important to know that I wasn't alone, that other people understood what I was going through. Even though my situation was unique and your situation is unique and our anger and our bitterness and our sadness might not allow us to be kind at the beginning. Uh, it's important to know that those strong emotions can really sway us in how we treat people. And so we are vulnerable and we're very emotional and it's okay because that's what's happening to your body and your spirit. I also learned that I did a trauma bonding with what I was doing at the time when I got the news. So I was really happy, relaxed, just having a great morning, going about the house, doing little things to get ready for the day when I got my tragic news. And my nervous system and my unconscious mind locked together the idea of being happy and relaxed with getting tragic news. So literally for the next 20 years of my life, every time I was happy and relaxed, I got nervous. I'm like, oh, you can't be too relaxed or too happy because something bad might happen. That's a trauma bonding of two experiences. And it's important that you know that whatever you were doing at the time of the loss is not the cause of the loss. It may be a reminder, but it's not the cause. So you don't have to stop doing that thing. You don't have to worry about if you are out to lunch with friends that when you hang out with friends, you're going to get bad news. When you're eating a certain meal, you're not going to get bad news. It sounds a little far-fetched, but it's very true. Our unconscious mind ties, locks things together, and we don't even realize it until we do some therapy around it and get some counseling. So make sure you're in therapy. Make sure you're getting counseling because a tragic loss changes your nervous system, it changes your unconscious mind, it changes your beliefs. I was very angry at God. It took me a long time to 
build a relationship back with God because how could he do this to me? How could he allow this to happen? We were a good family. We did good things for people. We were kind. We were generous. So how could this happen? I was very angry. I was angry at my dad. You know, if your loss is a suicide, which what mine was, you're angry at that person. You're so mad at them because why did they do this? How could they have done this to the family? Why were they so selfish? And then you have to navigate the psychology around suicide and understanding why that person did what they did. There's a lot of work to be done after a loss. So a suicide has a lot of anger around it. And you have to make peace with the person who did it because they had their own mental health things going on that we will never understand. But we have to empathize and come to peace with it so we can move on with our lives. If it's a car accident or someone was a victim of random violence or some sort of loss like that, there's still anger. Your anger your anger is at the person who hurt your loved one and the anger is at the fate of someone being in the wrong place at the wrong time and they died as a result. There's a lot of anger and so this these deep emotions really need to be processed out. They need to be felt. They don't want to be numbed. You don't want to just get through it. You don't want to get busy and go back to work because this pain is inside you. It's part of you. Your nervous system has changed. If you got hit by a car, like think about the metaphor of the car accident at the beginning. If you've been in a car accident and the next day you feel sore, and the next day after that you feel even more sore, and the first day you didn't feel anything, that's the same exact thing that's happening to your nervous system after a tragic loss. You're going to feel sore, and then you're going to feel more sore. You're going to feel the physical and emotional repercussions of this tragic loss for a long time. And if you bury it and just get super busy and ignore it, or you self-medicate it with drugs and alcohol or gambling and sex or however you self-medicate, it's going to stay in you and it's going to cause you pain for a very long time and it's going to come up in ways that you don't even realize. So I encourage you to get the help and support that you need from the beginning. And again, I will reiterate, when you first go through this tragic loss, I would encourage you to go to a one-on-one counselor so you can really get all these feelings out. And then as you move forward and you're starting to come to terms with the loss, then join a support group so you can have conversations with other people. When the emotion's too strong at the beginning, it's very hard to have conversations because we're experiencing the deepest, darkest emotions. When you have a tragic loss, you are entering the dark night of the soul. And the dark night of the soul is very lonely it's long, it's dark, and you feel like you're on your own. And it's true, you do have to navigate this on your own. That doesn't mean you don't have to be supported, but you do have to experience the emotions within yourself. You have to process them out. You have to feel the uncomfort, the discomfort of the loss, the pain, the anger, the guilt, the sadness, the bargaining, the denial, all of it happens and you have to process it out. 
But keep in mind that the dark night always has a morning. The morning always comes. So if you're in the dark night of the soul, if you've just experienced a tragic loss, know that the morning is coming. It may take a while to get there. It may feel lonely and dark and filled with lots of uncomfortable emotions but you will get to the morning and this tragic loss will become part of your fabric and that person that you lost will become honored in your life. The thought of them will become sacred ground. You'll have a deeper part of you and an angel looking over you and you'll find peace eventually. I promise you, you will find peace eventually if you really stay supported, you take care of yourself, you allow yourself to feel all the emotions that you need to feel. Know that triggering will come in odd and unexpected places, but let yourself feel the feelings. It helps to be transparent with who you're with to let them know that you're really feeling down, you may need to go home, you may need to cut the night short. Make sure you take care of yourself with sleep, good food, water, and stay as supported as you can. And you may need to find a group of people who understand you because this is a new version of you as well. That person that you lost is gone. So your life has changed. You have changed. So it's important to know that this is a new version of you as well that you need to get to know. And that's important that you stay supported during that you are in the dark night of the soul and the morning is coming and i promise you you will find peace you will look at that loved one with love and honor and you will know that they loved you and that you shared something special and you will always have an angel by your side that's taking care of you but right now it's important that you take care of yourself as you navigate the dark night of the soul. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know. Stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.